Hello and welcome to the Absolute Nonsense Talk Show with your hosts Holly and Harrison. Um, unfortunately, Charles not with us today. She is in is she? Naples, in Italy. Um, what on holiday? For a geography trip. Exciting times! Wow, I want to go. Our, our I'm impressed. Yeah, it really um, does. So Charlotte's not with us today, unfortunately. Um, hopefully, she'll be here next week, and then we'll have the whole gang back together. Yeah, for <laughs> as, like the second time. As of this episode, we've had more episodes without, without everyone, everyone than we have with, <laughs> yeah. which isn't great, but oh well. Cela um, vie. Cela vie. We're in a we're in a new room today. We're in a slightly more echoey room. Might be a bit echoey again. I can't hear the echo. I can. We might bring some blankets in and put them on the walls. <laughs> I don't know. No, it would have to be big blankets. Yeah, we've got some big walls. <laughs> um, so <laughs> got some big walls. <laughs> yeah, so we're in a new room. Um, from now onwards, yeah, a bit echoey. But first, are we in here permanently? We are. Oh. Um, we, we almost got evicted earlier. <laughs> <laughs> we had a guy come over and was like, like you, doing... if you book this room, we're like, like we, we have. It's not like we didn't pay rent. <laughs> didn't pay rent. She's not room. worth your time. <laughs> okay, um, Holly, what work should you be doing? That I you're should not? be doing psychology revision for my test tomorrow, but I don't actually have anything in front of me right now. Success. Woo! Hassan, what work are you doing? Oh, look at that. You're asking questions about <laughs> this. I should be doing maths and Venn diagram notation. But are you? No, because no. it's at home. Uh. So I'm not. <laughs> um, there. So what have we got in this episode? So later on we have an interview from Hannah Good, a teacher from psychology. And by later on, I mean it was recorded last week when Charlotte was here and Holly was not. <laughs> Hence so it might be a bit confusing. It but... might be a bit confusing. Charlotte hasn't teleported here. Um, and I have magically disappeared. <laughs> So we're going to slot that in somewhere, um, but first of all, we're going to talk about stress, but first of all, first of all before that, because confusing, um, we're going to talk about the news. The news. Oh, this is good. What, right. What actually happened in the news? I don't know. I've missed a lot. Okay, so to outline what's happened, Holly was actually about to say something. She should pose to that mouth open. No. I just remember you saying something about Article 13 and about copyright but I can't I don't actually know okay so as of a few days ago article 13 or it's now going to be called article 17 17 why is I it going up I don't numbers? know um, has like been it. something I can't remember because I was talking to someone else and they were like well there's other various things it needs to do um, but it means that basically article 13 will come into effect in specific countries or it's been accepted by the EU or something, I don't know. But basically that means that there's a lot stricter rules on copyright. So no memes? <laughs> no, basically yeah. So a lot of memes will die because you're not Sometimes. allowed to use videos Just, or images yeah. that aren't yours. So literally it could be any meme. Like the, the one the one I have here. So you can't is... repost memes basically. Yes. Well even on like your own Instagram account. Like if you because it's not, find a meme you, funny, you might, you, you, might have to, you might have to give credit to its original owner or something like that. That's so like, stupid. I've got, like the one I've got here, if I explained it, but I was saying this the other way, you can't verbally explain no. memes. But like the one where there's the guy and he's walking with the girl and he's looking back at the other girl. And the other and girl's like... The other girl's like that. Looking and, annoyed. Yeah. And then, so there's the EU and then YouTube is looking very annoyed and then he's looking at Article 13. Oh, yeah. That's the meme. But okay. we won't be able to have that anymore. See, they've had to credit the picture at the bottom. <sighs> what has this world come to? It's very annoying. <laughs> 
So that's Article 13 slash Article 17. It also means background music on videos and YouTube will have to be like um, expressed explicitly who it is and no money can be made off those videos and stuff like that. Um, which is unfortunate. Very unfortunate. We're all good because this is all homegrown original content. Homegrown. I don't know. <laughs> we grew this podcast from the ground. We watered it with A our seed. love. I don't know. <laughs> um, so... What, what have we got? What have we got? What, is, what else is in the news? Something about Apple you were saying. Oh, yes. Apple. There's always <laughs> Harrison's favourite topic. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> so, Apple has released a bunch of new services this week in order to get your money. Um, by, say, by releasing them this week, I actually mean they're coming out later this year, but they've announced oh. them. <laughs> There's a credit card, right? Yes. So, Apple has partnered with um, Goldman Sachs which is American Bank, um, to release their own credit card. They're so, actually trying to control us. They are. So <laughs> it goes, it's activated with your phone. So if any of you know how like AirPods work, yeah. you open them and it <laughs> pops up on your phone. And so Apple will send you a titanium card, which is really cool. Titanium. And then, Sorry. Yeah, that. <laughs> then you pop it next to your phone, it activates, and then you can use your phone because it, it's like works with your Apple Pay so you can use your phone for that right. and it'll track all your expenses and show you when it's due and stuff uh-huh. or you can use the titanium card in places that don't accept Apple Pay right money to give to Apple basically yes I mean we're saying this I have my we both have our iPhones out you have your AirPods and we're filming this on your iPad <laughs> Apple has a lot of money <laughs> and Holly's and, and mine a lot of, I was thinking this the other day slightly off topic yeah. is how much money out of... So so our college has 2,000 students. Yes. We're trying to work out how much money Apple <laughs> gets from this college, from what we currently have. So I reckon 75% of people have an iPhone. Oh, probably more. I reckon and 80. the average cost of an iPhone now, and a lot of them are like new ones, like 10s or 8s, I reckon the average cost is about... They're about £60 a month, aren't they? Yeah. Or up front is like £750 yeah. for like the very base model yeah, of the, yeah. like the 10R. So, and then AirPods, I reckon <laughs> at least 20% of people have AirPods, correct? Yeah. Because a lot of people have them. So a that's lot of them have them now, yeah. 400 So, you know, I'm going to pull out my calculator. 400 <laughs> times AirPods are 159 That's £63,000 just from AirPods. That's crazy. Plus, oh, I don't know if you can do brackets on this. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, using his math skills. Oh, yeah. Plus, uh, so if we es- average a cost to be £750 for an iPhone. Yes. And we say 1,500 people have an iPhone, that's over a million pounds just from college. Just from this place. And that's just phones and headphones. I've seen plenty of MacBooks and iPads and various. That is and oh, a ton crazy. of Apple Watches as well. Ridiculous. And we are one college. And we are a single. We are one college. <laughs> um, Pretty much. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, news from Apple subscriptions. That was a little side note for those of you who do maths. <laughs> um, so Not they've also people. released Apple News Plus which is like a subscription-based news service where you have over like a thousand magazines. Not that anyone reads magazines. No, I used um, to love magazines. I read them in the dentist and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, they've also released Apple TV Plus. So you can now get your like satellite television or whatever it is 
and also they've combined all your Netflix and your Hulu, not, not Netflix, the Hangout Netflix, but like your Hulu and your Amazon Prime all into one mm. <laughs> for like a paid service. And then they also have their own original content, which I got it wrong, is $2 billion of original uh, yeah, content. Yeah, you saying. Mm. And they have one other thing. Oh yeah, Apple Arcade, where they have another subscription service where you get 100 games for free, which you can play like offline or on your iPad or on your Mac or on your TV and you just get 100 games oh. so no in-app purchases and stuff like that which oh. is kind of interesting yeah um, so yeah more ways for Apple to get your money yeah they, they do try they, they do try and they do <laughs> succeed yes <laughs> um, what other news have we got there isn't a huge amount no, of news no they're not this week there isn't um, so we might move into the main part of our yeah. Thing today. So um, today we are going to be talking briefly about stress yeah. um, and stuff like that before the, uh, interview, with the Hannah. interview with Hannah, where we will teleport back to last week. Uh, um, <laughs> and I will disappear. Uh, we will stay here. <laughs> um, so stress. So we said we might start off by talking about some of the stresses that we experience yeah. in personal life and how we overcome those. Mm-hmm. Um, so Holly, would you like to go first? Yeah, sure. I, we were saying earlier about how we think stress is completely different for each person and I don't think anyone fully understands what the meaning of the word stress is because no one can really explain how they feel stressed because everyone experiences it differently like I was saying like for me my main cause of me feeling really really stressed is probably college work and especially with mocks coming up soon that is a massive yeah. stressor yeah um that's probably my main one also like i i'm quite a stressy person so i get worried very very easily um but some people can be like with mocks coming up some people could be completely laid back about it our our mocks are in three weeks and some people haven't even started yeah some people are like oh i don't really mind and i'm like how can you think (laughs) like that there's people like you and me have been revising for two months yeah (laughs) but um yeah, like I was saying, everyone's different, but there's everyone also copes with stress differently. Like, um, I still haven't fully found my way of coping with stress because that's quite a long process, I think, mm. to finding how you can fully relax, yeah. especially after a long day. Um, and I don't think I've properly found that yet. Um, my way of relaxing, like some people exercise. Actually, that's true. I dance, and that is. If I'm stressed, that will be something that I will completely take my mind off of everything and I just yeah. won't think about anything else, so that's pretty good. But when it comes to just fully relaxing, I feel like I can't, really. That's quite a difficult thing for me. Like, just laying on my bed, I still feel like I can't fully relax, you know? Yeah. What are, what are your stresses in life, Harrison? Um, definitely college work yeah. and stuff like that. That's always a big one. Um, but then I think I also... Have taken on a lot of responsibilities outside of college, so yeah. building various servers and stuff like that, which then also has stress because you've got so many things going. It's mainly deadlines, isn't it? Really. Yeah, and that that, that can be for anything, really. Yeah. Um, and some of the ways that I have found to help with that is by taking specific time off 
for certain things. So like if I know I've had a full day at college and then I come home and I've got tutoring or whatever, yeah. then afterwards I'll be like, right, I need to take a break rather than just yes. carry on. Yeah, um, that's always And the things I do for Knowing your limits. I, I play games, um, which isn't great because they're competitive and then when I lose, I get annoyed. You get stressed. <laughs> um, or I watch, I started watching um, Formula E, which is like, like Formula One, but with electric cars. It's really interesting, mm. and that's quite cool because that's just something you can put on and relax to. Or I also go running, which is good because that clears. I do. I never um, as of a few weeks ago, um, mm. and that is good because it's stress like relief and you know running away from my problems. Yeah. Um, I just I don't know what I do. I just tend to if I'm really stressed and I just have a bath. I know a lot of people don't like baths. <laughs> We've had this discussion in our friendship group before, but. Um, and then I just put one of my favourite shows on, um, mm. or just listen to music, or go, or walk my dog. Walking my dog really clears my he- head. Yeah, so um, just getting some fresh air. I feel it's also good to have like time away from screens as well. Like, so we've yeah, said that's I really struggle we've with said, that. Yeah, me too. So we said games or watching stuff in the bath or whatever. Yeah, that's all but well it's also good, but good to have time away. Yeah. Um, so that's usually helpful for, you know, clearing your head and being able to also sleep a lot better. Yeah. Um, which I think helps. The trouble with now though, everyone is so reliant on their oh, yeah. phones and technology. Like, they're just everywhere. Like, like, if I asked someone, what, if I took away your phone, what would you have to do at home? And they'd be like, not much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Like, it's, there's, there's so much that we rely on it for that it can be hard to take a break, which yeah, is definitely. sometimes so necessary. Um, so there's obviously those are just our stresses. There are other stresses as well. So there are work stresses. Yeah, there are we obviously home haven't experienced stresses. that yet. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, we have home stresses and yeah. stuff. Everyone has those. Um, and sometimes I think we said this when we talked about it before. Sometimes with those, it's easy to just take a break from stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we've talked about those in a previous episode. So today we're more focusing on ours. Um, now, I think Holly or... We, we got sent a piece we, yes, we, on stress. We've been sent the thing on stress, which I think Holly's going to read yeah, out. Yeah, I'll read it out, um, okay. If that's okay. Um, it's just a piece on um, what people think stress is and different ways that um, you can deal with it, depending on what you prefer. So, stress is a word which can mean many things. Sometimes someone will say, I'm so stressed out, when they're not really sure what the word means. Stressed out about work, stressed out about my life. I believe stress is what you make it. Everyday events and pressure can all add to stress, but it's how we manage it that matters. In today's society, we have so much on our shoulders, getting the next essay or homework in on time, pressure from teachers and pressure from work. It feels sometimes that it all becomes too much. That is perfectly normal. Getting rid of your stress is another matter. Meditation is a great form of relaxation and can be done anywhere at any time and is especially good before during, before and during exams. Headspace is a brilliant app which helps you to breathe properly and slow it down when you feel stressed. Other methods are to write a list of things you want to get done each day, to offload it from your head and ticking it off gives a great feeling of success. Keeping a notepad by your bed to write down things on your mind again, offloading them before you go to sleep, so clearing your mind. Exercise can also be a great way to let go of stress. The important message here is to find a way to deal with stress and not keep loading it onto your shoulders. 
give yourself a break and shake it off. Do what makes you happy and compartmentalise things in your life. All this can help deal with your with our daily stress. It's got some good advice in there. Yeah. I think a lot of, um, like sometimes you don't even need to call it meditation, but if you take 10 seconds and just take some deep breaths, yes. that can always really help. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of, I know some like, of these watches that you have now have specific features just That's to try and help you breathe. Yeah. It's really good. Um, so yeah, there's some advice um, that was sent in to us, mm-hmm. um, which is really good. Um, if you want to send anything into us, um, <laughs> we're on Twitter at nonsense TS. Plug. And our email is the absolute nonsense talkshow at gmail.com. We're on Spotify and iTunes um, yes. and various other platforms. So, should we move into our recommendations? Interview with Hannah. Yes. That comes first. And then we move on to And then we do recommendations, which gives Holly a time to find something to recommend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, we will now cut to our interview with Hannah, and you can join us again in a little while. Uh, welcome to our interview with Hannah. Uh, hi, Hannah. Hello. Um, welcome to the talk show. Um, so, we're going to be interviewing Hannah about um, kind of routes uh, that psychology can take you in. Um, but first of all, Hannah, who are you? Why are you here? Um, and all of that. Who are you? What, what, is, what is your purpose? Okay, so my name is Hannah Good and I'm one of the psychology teachers here at One. So I'm here because I'm really excited to be your first guest on your podcast (laughs) show. We're going to get you a badge for that. Yes, please. I would like a badge. Sure thing. Okay. Um, Charlotte, what's what's next on our agenda? Um, So could you explain to us a little bit about how you got to where you are now? What kind of route you took into psychology? Yeah. Okay, so what I did at school, um, at sixth form I studied psychology for A-level. And it was the first time I'd done it because my school didn't offer it at GCSE, which I know a lot of them still don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was the first time for me. And then I really enjoyed it and I wasn't sure what I wanted to get into. So I thought I'll study at university. So I applied, I went to Essex, University of Essex, best university ever, <laughs> just saying. Um, and I went there, studied it, had a great time. And then it led me to looking at the options that are available within psychology because with a lot of psychology uh, careers you have to do further study in -hmm. order to kind of progress so you'd have to have a master's perhaps a period of further study where you study for a doctorate for example depending on what you want to go into okay um so what i've done is a master's in cognitive neuropsychology which was brilliant it was really really fascinating because you get to delve a little bit deeper into an area that obviously really, really appeals to me. So it's looking at people with acquired brain injury and different conditions that they have and how it affects them and how it impacts their life. So that was really good. And then I got a job in um, a low secure psychiatric hospital. Mm -hmm. So I was working with people with um, personality disorders and schizophrenia and different things. So it was people who had committed crimes, for example, but they weren't um, well enough to be in prison. So I worked with those people and supported them and I organised activities. So I'd do activities on the units, working with individuals or working with groups. And then there were times where we'd take groups of people out. So that was really, really good. Uh, And then I also worked as an assistant psychologist in another residential setting, uh, working with people with dementia and learning disabilities and things like that before coming here. Okay, thank you very much. Um, so, uh, 
can we ask you a little bit further about um, where can psychology take some of the students who might be listening if they want to study that at university? Um, what routes can that can that take them down? So what sort of jobs would they be able to go into? Okay, so if you're looking to study psychology at university, I think. Um, UCAS is a good place to start looking because it gives you details about all of the different courses because courses vary slightly between different universities. Mm -hmm. If you want to do further study, so you want to go on to be a chartered psychologist for example, if you want to be an educational psychologist or a forensic psychologist, mm -hmm. then you need to make sure that your degree course is accredited. So it has to say that it's accredited by the British Psychological Society. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's obviously the first place that you need to start. Um, and then there's a lot of different roads that you can go down. It depends what you're interested in. So like I say, you can go down um, the forensic psychology route. So if you wanted to work in a prison potentially, or you could work as a parole officer, and that's the kind of job that you wouldn't need to do an extended level of study for. Yeah. You know, okay. but if you had that psychology degree, it would be useful as a stepping stone to get in there. Mm -hmm. um, also, we've got clinical psychology, so you could work with um, people in a clinical setting, such as a hospital. You've got educational psychology, so you could be working with children and young people. Again, that could be in a school or it could be like a private practice type thing. Mm -hmm. uh, we've also got healthcare, so uh, you could be a psychological wellbeing practitioner, for example, working for the NHS, supporting people. And as I said, so where I worked was obviously private healthcare setting, yeah. so you can get into that as well. Yes. Um, and it's really, really good to get experience because obviously, I'm sure you, you guys find this anyway, a lot of employers are looking for experience. So if you're kind of working on the qualification and you're managing to get experience, so you get some kind of placement somewhere or some experience of working with groups of people, yeah. then that's gonna help you when you're looking for careers. And it also helps you decide what you want to do because there's so much out there that you kind of need to try a little bit of everything to see what works for you. Yeah. And then also, that's obviously if you want to go down the whole chartered psychology route. Um, psychology can be useful for other jobs as well. So it's useful if you want to go into human resources, for example. Uh, it can be useful in some media jobs and in things like counselling, which is a slightly different route to a psychologist route. Um, also teaching obviously, yeah. so you can go to teaching, yeah. um, but again, you'd need to do a teaching qualification as part of that. Okay. Um, one last thing that we haven't prepped you for. Um, what is the <laughs> one the one piece of advice or one thing that you've learned that you would impart your knowledge to anyone who's listening about this? Um, about careers? Yeah, yeah, about this. I think to try everything. So don't necessarily write anything off. Like I said, I went into psychology at university because I really enjoyed studying it, yeah. but I didn't know where it was gonna take me. And then I've been, you know, down quite a little windy path to get where I am now, um, which is obviously teaching here. So I think say yes to different opportunities and try things and don't restrict yourself necessarily. You know, if you're not sure what it is that you want to do, keep your options open because psychology is so vast that there's just loads of places it could take yeah. you. There's loads of doors it can open. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Thank we'll, you for having me. We'll get you that badge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, welcome back from hey. that little time walk into the past. So long. Wow, it's been like almost seven minutes. <laughs> um, 
yeah, so that was Hannah talking about um, careers in psychology and stuff like that, um, which well, I know we didn't actually say what she was talking about before, but oh, yeah. um, so that would be quite interesting uh, for you guys. That was quite interesting, yes, hopefully. It was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is so weird. Um, so hopefully you found that interesting, gave you some ideas, um, and a bit of a with case study, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Right, recommendations now. Holly, Yes. what would you like to recommend? I am going to recommend a documentary. I think it's a three-part series, if I'm correct. Yeah, it is. Um, just before I do recommend this, I am warning it is a 15, and it's got quite some... Um, strong topics. Strong, very strong topics that some people could find upsetting. Mm. Um, so this uh, three-part documentary is a 15. It's on Netflix and it's called Three Girls. It's by the BBC, and it's basically about three girls, <laughs> funnily enough, who find themselves on the wrong side of the tracks. They're from up north, and um, they basically, they're, I think they're around 15, 14, and they manage to get involved, not on purpose, obviously, with um, sex trafficking. And they get sex trafficked for a, lo- a long period of time. And this documentary is about um, how um, they deal with this over time and how it, um, at first, it's not dealt with at all. But then after a few years, someone sees it and they deal with it in a certain way where these men and <laughs> go to prison. And it's basically a very good insight and it sort of wakes you up a little bit to think... This uh, this actually does happen, and it's quite scary. Yeah. But it makes you, it does make you really think. Um, yeah. And I just, it was, it was very well filmed as well. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so what what was kind of, yeah. So I was going to ask, what is, what's the main reason you're recommending it then? Um, I just think that this is another topic that people is it's almost very taboo. And I feel like them filming this documentary, it's a true story. Um, it almost, it was very controversial, but it, it did not necessarily broke boundaries, but it's almost a wake up call for people that yeah. these things are important and they're happening and they need to be discussed and spoken yeah. about and made, we need to make people aware about it. And I, I just think that's why it's important. And yeah, yeah that's why I'm recommending it. Cool. So, what are you recommending for us today, Harrison? I am doing what I like to do, which is <laughs> actually not recommend what I should do. Uh, so instead of recommending an album, I'm recommending an artist. Um, okay. Or a group. So, I'm recommending um, a group you probably have heard of, Imagine Dragons. Um, yes. Purely okay. because I like their music, but <laughs> it's a lot like the script. So the script, I kind of spoke you about there. The I love the script. <laughs> recommended two other albums. Um, I could recommend all of their albums. But anyway, yeah. So, Imagine Dragons are a lot like the script in that they have transformed over time from older, more stereotypical band music to more modern stuff. So, if you guys remember um, the album Evolve, which had Believer on it, and oh, I love that Thunder, um, which were two, like, like, you can tell from those that it's a lot more modern and a lot more yeah. you know evolved which is actually what the name of the album is wow. surprise, surprise. <laughs> so i'm recommending um 
a couple of albums from them. So the first one, uh, the first two are two of their older ones, um, and I'll be very brief because you know no point recommending six in detail. <laughs> um, they're called Night Visions and Smoke and Mirrors, both of which I recommend the deluxe versions because they have some extra songs on. They are very stereotypical, so they're very much their older type of music, and they're really good to listen to and to understand. They are very easy to kind of listen from start yeah. to finish um, and have some really good songs on there. Um, one, of what, one of which uh, is called I Bet My Life on Smoke and Mirrors, which you have probably heard before. Yes. Um, and then the next two um, are Evolve and Origins. So I've kind of just recommended all of their albums, yeah. really. Um, but so Origins is kind of, so, so Evolve is their next one. So it goes Night Visions, Smoke and Mirrors, Evolve, which is where they transform into this kind of more futuristic kind of music. And then Origins, where some of them go back a bit to how they were, hence the name Origins. And that also has some really good songs on it. So yeah, I recommend those yeah, Imagine nice. Dragons just kind of as a recommendation as an artist. Um, an artist. An artist. <laughs> um, so yeah, cool. Um, right. We need to give a name for this episode. We'll think of something. Probably something to do with the weird sounds we make when we teleport back to. <laughs> we can't just call it that. You can't write that down. <laughs> we like making weird noises. <laughs> um, cool. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. This might have been a bit of a longer episode. Yeah, I think it will be. But, but enjoy it. We've, yeah, enjoy it. You should do. Um, enjoy it. Yeah, so um, if you did enjoy it, you can let us know on Twitter or by email um, and let your friends know about us. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, it's, it's a cool little thing we're doing. Hopefully we can get some more listeners. Um, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Thank you. We will see you next week. We will see you next week where we'll be doing, I'll better put this in, a summary of everything that we've done over the past kind of season. Um, ooh, a season. Ooh, a season. <laughs> um, and then if you keep your eyes peeled, which is a weird saying, you might see a little bonus episode after that. Wow. Wow. That's a surprise though. Yeah, that you is a surprise. You didn't hear it from us. No. Shh. A secret. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we will... Catch you guys next week. Yes. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. Have a good week.